0: to the
1: Brookfield Zoo this month? Is Van Leeuwen at it again?
0: Could you be the new Shake Shack avocado expert?
1: And what is a pickle not a pickle? Get the answers to these questions and more on this episode of Knickknack News, a news podcast featuring exciting tech breakthroughs, scientific discoveries, and fun, uplifting news stories without the political drama. I'm Anthony.
0: And I'm Alex. And my first story today is
1: antelope
0: news this is from upi.com and the headline is critically endangered addicts antelope born at illinois zoo yay, yay. <laughs> the brookfield zoo in illinois has announced the birth of a healthy addax. i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right hopefully it is a d d a x a species of African antelope considered critically endangered. The approximately 15-pound male calf was born earlier this month to first-time mother Ivy, a 4 year old antelope. These animals were once found across northern Africa, but today only small populations survive in Chad, Mauritania, and Niger. So there's just, like, not a lot of them. And there's even fewer
1: in the wild in Indiana, I'm sure.
0: Yes. (laughs) 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 Yes, that is also true. Um, and fun fact, back in 1941, the Brookfield Zoo was the first zoo in the U.S. to host an Adex antelope birth.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So they have a history of being good with this species, I guess. That's cool. So yeah, yay, that was a short one, but... <laughs> yeah,
1: that's. I, I'm always happy to hear that, like, I don't know, some people have issues with zoos because it's like... Shouldn't the animals be free but like yeah. they have a they do a lot of really important conservation work like they this do. kind of thing and it's always nice to hear a success story like this they do so. do
0: a lot of this type of work so
1: I think, I think that's, that's good. pretty cool yay my first story this week is ice cream news this is from something called timeout.com uh, and the headline is uber one and Van Leeuwen team up for a barbecue inspired ice cream Ooh, wait this is our Corporate what dystopian is future. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you don't, say Uber? Uber One, I don't, like, which is like their premium subscription, I think. Oh. I don't know why that's part okay. of this. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, the article also notes this is an unlikely flavor combination coming to New York courtesy of an equally unlikely partnership. All right, let's go. <laughs> between Uber One and Van Leeuwen, who have teamed up to release a limited edition summertime flavor this month. Uh, available through September or as long as supplies last the Uber one barbecue gold cornbread crumble is an exclusive flavor for Uber one members made with a sweet harvest corn ice cream base, honey cornbread chunks and a tangy sweet barbecue swirl to finish it. So it's like okay. corn flavored ice cream with chunks of cornbread and then barbecue sauce <laughs> just all up in it. <laughs>
0: Um, I am thinking, and I, I, I think this could taste, okay. it would taste like cold leftover barbecue.
1: That's actually, yeah, that's exactly, right? I was struggling to think of what this would taste like. I think that's exactly right. I think it would taste like, yeah, just like for some reason, if you put a bunch of barbecue sauce on your cornbread, left it in the fridge and then ate it. Yeah. Which I, I'm still struggling to decide if that's a good thing. But I think you're very. I think that's a very accurate description <laughs> yeah. of what this probably tastes like. Yeah. Um, so pints are ten dollars and fifty cents each. Yikes! Um, oh. They're available to pick up in person at Finn Luan stores across the country, um, or via delivery exclusively on the Uber Eats app with an Uber One membership. And also, if you want to get it in the store, you also have to show that you have an Uber One membership.
0: Oh, you can't even just go. You to the can't store just and buy go to the it? store
1: and buy it. You have to like oh show God. them your membership. It's Like.
0: This is very exclusive.
1: Like, why why are you making something that doesn't sound that good so exclusive? It's such a weird marketing thing. It's like, I'm not going to get an Uber One membership to taste this weird ice cream.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what they're hoping people will do.
1: Right. Um, So, yeah, the artisanal ice cream chain has 25 locations throughout New York City, with two new locations coming soon in Times Square in Midtown East, Um, which I guess is, like, that's where they're most common. Um, There are also Van Loon locations in New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, California, Texas, Colorado, and Washington, D.C. So nothing near us, really. Mm. Unless, I don't know how close the Pennsylvania one is, but nothing in Ohio. Listeners,
0: try the ice cream and let us know. Yeah,
1: try it and let us know, because we unfortunately can't. Though the only one of theirs that I've ever tried, I think, was actually the Kraft Mac and Cheese. I don't think I've Mm -hmm. tried any of their other weird flavors. Yeah. Um, And I do like... Like, I like a um, an ice cream that has like chunks of cake in it, and this seems like it would fall into that category with the cornbread. So, I it do, could I'm if they curious. made it
0: like a really sweet cornbread, like a honey mm. based. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but the, they said hun- the corn it's honey, is, cornbread, it's honey is,
1: cornbread chunks. Oh, so okay. So
0: it's Honestly, probably that probably tasty. tastes totally fine. Yeah. It's the barbecue sauce part that gets it. Also, a here's little. a
1: picture that so you can oh. see that it is literally just like swirls of barbecue sauce inside of the ice cream.
0: Yeah, if I didn't know what that was, I would think it was a normal like, oh, it's cake and like caramel, caramel. swirls yeah. in there.
1: Nope, that's barbecue sauce. <laughs> this would be, yeah, this well, would be a real mean one to serve to friends without telling them what without it is.
0: Telling them what yeah, it nobody's yeah, it looks, nobody's
1: first thought would be like that's caramel. cornbread and <laughs> uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, I would tr- I would try it, but I'm also can I would, and I don't. I'm not going to get, like, an Uber One membership just for this, but...
0: Yeah, we can't... We're we're not going to be able to try it. I would try it, though. Yeah, oh, I, I definitely
1: to. would try it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, my next story is obscure jobs news. This is from foodandwine.com. And the headline is, This company will pay you $3,000 to be its first chief avocado officer.
1: We've... <laughs> all these like job for a month things like actually i wonder if there's like somebody who just does these I know. I know <laughs> just month to month just it. like this month i guess i'm an expert in corn colors like i don't yeah or, like i i don't remember, i'm struggling to remember the previous examples we've had but yeah like yeah we had like the there color was one, one that was
0: like you go around the country and look, like, for, look colors. for colors look for colors. Why are there so many of these? There's so many of them. Right.
1: Anyway, sorry. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Let's hear more details about whatever
0: this is. um, As I mentioned in the teaser, this is about Shake Shack. So, Shake Shack is looking for its first ever chief avocado officer to share their ideas on how the brand can better incorporate avocado into basically everything on their menu. Shake Shack says this. We are looking for someone who is obsessed with avocados in every single way. This winning avocado connoisseur will receive a unique experience to share ideas for new opportunities to add avo, personally inspect and taste sliced avocados in shack to ensure they are served perfectly and lead with avocado enthusiasm. The brand is looking for someone who will spend more time than you'd care to admit (laughs) searching the grocery stores for the perfect avocado. And someone who finds joy in the mere sight of a fresh avocado.
1: Wait, are you also sourcing avocados for them? Because that seems not scalable. It
0: seems like (laughs) they're supposed to, like, be ensuring quality inside of the store itself or something.
1: Okay. But, like, I don't know. Shake Shack also isn't, like, first brand I think of when I think avocados. I haven't been there in a while but well, do i don't they think they have, have
0: a, they don't i think they're i think this is what they're saying they're gonna add avocados to stuff on their menu
1: but what like i guess i don't know you just can just do like a on topping on the burger yeah. i guess
0: it, like, <laughs> it doesn't like, seem like because like their menu science.
1: is burgers milkshakes and fries basically like guac dipping guac maybe maybe avocado milkshake Probably not. I
0: mean, I've just realized right now that this is probably just literally just a marketing thing, so that people know that they're having av- adding avocado to their burgers.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> but, that's definitely uh, what that is.
0: But you do get some cool perks if you get this job. <laughs> um, the benefits of this include three thousand dollars, which they say is a, just a stipend. It's sure, not, you don't get any like salary or anything. Some exclusive Shake Shack avocado merch that only the winner will own. It's one of a kind, like, okay? I could just make my own t-shirts <laughs> right. if I wanted to.
1: It's like, yeah, have you found websites that let <laughs> well, you make t-shirts? They're <laughs> the, everywhere. <laughs>
0: the opportunity to work with Shake Shack leadership to learn more about the avocado selection process. It's like, okay, why do I need to know that? Okay. I've
1: always and here's wanted, the actual I've always wanted to meet, you know, whoever's in charge of Shake Shack. <laughs> avocado short
0: sourcing. <laughs> this is the actual good benefit. Free Shake Shack for a whole year.
1: Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though I have to say Shake Shack isn't my favorite burger place. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this if show I not that brought to you by Shake Shack. Not, no. I
0: think that the burgers are good. I think that they're kind of like expensive. Like I don't want to like, go there a lot.
1: Yeah, the burgers <laughs> themselves are fine. Their fries are like kind of mid level for mm-hmm. me, and then like and their milkshakes. The are, milkshakes are good. They're pretty good too. But just like it's not my favorite burger, and it's definitely not my favorite fries. So. So yeah, it's you. kind of
0: like it's like fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: fine. It's fine. also it's like a good the option. one
0: I don't know, the one that I'm thinking of that's by where we live is like kind of far away. Like it's not like close it's enough a that I would just, location. yeah, that I would go there all the time. But like no. I think if, it, if I was like right next to one, maybe I would go there more often.
1: <laughs> if one was at the it, <laughs> next door it's to like, your house, it's like, <laughs> well, I guess I'll go here. It's a walking distance.
0: <laughs> that came off really fast. Not even what I meant.
1: <laughs> just walking. I don't know. After. I think the burgers
0: are good. I do think
1: they're
0: good. Yeah. Um, so this job also apparently includes access to a private avocado bacon menu. Which, makes, which I just want to comment, like, oh, so they've already decided what they're going to do with avocado? I don't know. Right. But includes <laughs> an avocado bacon burger. So you can get a burger with bacon and avocado on it, which isn't available in stores.
1: But and, probably will be at some point. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> and then also an avocado bacon chicken sandwich of some kind.
1: Okay, I mean these sound good.
0: Yeah, they do sound good. But now I'm like, isn't the point of this job that you're supposed to like consult,
1: come up with ideas, on or like something? ideas
0: for putting the avocado, or they just already come up with the ideas, or is
1: it just like cheaper for them to throw three thousand dollars at a person, and that's like their marketing? <laughs> 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 have we just unwitting, unwittingly fallen have into we their just, trap?
0: Have we just have we just fallen into their trap? We may have. <laughs> we may have fallen into their trap.
1: Free press I, don't know, shake I, shack. I just thought
0: free Shake Shack for a year was like a good it's deal. It's a pretty
1: good deal if you like Shake Shack.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like Shake Shack.
1: <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm just saying. It wouldn't, Even it if wouldn't you just got milk me. Shake. Imagine
0: if you could just go there and just get a free milkshake whenever oh, you that wanted. That
1: sounds dangerous. I shouldn't do that. But you could. But I could.
0: You could. All you have to do is apply to this. And all you just have to be an adult. You have to be over 18. You have to be a resident of the U.S., and you have to give them three reasons why you should get the job. That's the qualifications. Wow.
1: If only all jobs were that easy.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. It's doable. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I mean, good luck to whoever good, becomes yeah, the, to whoever next, the next and first ever chief avocado officer for any company ever. <laughs> yeah. My next story is Pickle News. Okay. This is from like, uh, it's from like a local website called Pix11.com, okay. something about New York. It's a local New York news source. Okay. And the main reason I brought this article, before I even get to the headline or anything about it, it is so long and so unnecessary in every way.
0: The article is unnecessary. The article is the...
1: unnecessary. <laughs> the amount okay. of effort and work that went into writing this is so. Pointless, but it just makes me appreciate like they did their homework. They did their job really well. And it's just, it's a, it's, you'll see, it's a very strange article. And the headline is, it doesn't say pickles on most pickle jars. Why is that? So, like, they're thinking about like Vlasic, Clausen, Mount Olive apparently are like three big pickle jar brands that like don't actually, like, the label doesn't say like in big text anywhere like pickles. Like, it just doesn't say it on there.
0: Interesting.
1: So, um, yeah, they, like, they mentioned that it's not really, like, on the front of the thing. And this apparently all came around because there's a TikTok user named Jesse Banwell um, who, like, made some viral video that I haven't actually seen. Um, He's like, I don't think it's a coincidence. There has to be some reason for it. Maybe it's some legal thing. I don't really know. So that's, like... He's that was, just, like, a recent viral video. He just video had, like, a recent something. video about, like, how there's the word pickle doesn't appear on the front of most pickle jars. Um, and then, okay. like, this article said there were a couple Reddit posts from both 2017 and 2019 that also pointed out the lack of any pickle language on the jars of different brands. And an earlier TikTok video from 2019 highlighted the same point, complete with a hashtag reading, hashtag pickles don't exist, in response <laughs> to a third brand's pickle jar. Um so like I said, the article, they went back, they found some other places that this had come up before. Okay. Flassic um, Clausen and Mount Olive often describe their products as dills, spears, or chips, and sometimes use the terms holes and halves. Yeah,
0: because they have like the one is like kosher butter, dill chips.
1: halves or yeah, like right? mm-hmm. it's like some combination of all those words. Like yeah. they mentioned yeah. like the kind of pickle and like the shape of the pickle, but <laughs> yeah. not that it's a pickle. Yeah. Um, that's so, so
0: true. Like that's weird.
1: So apparently Banwell got um interviewed by some outlet called next star this week. So there's a couple quotes from next star in this. I don't know what that is either. Um, but like he said, they're identifying them by their shapes. I just think that's so weird. Um, Vlasic has a line of what they call purely pickles and Mount Olive has one called simply pickles, which are like no preserved is no artificial flavoring, no colors. So those like exist and have like pickles on the front of them. Okay. Um, and like they also point out, the word pickle is entire, isn't entirely absent from most of these labels. It's sometimes used in URLs, full business names, and catchphrases. Like I think Vlasics is like, no, that's a crunchy pickle or something like that.
0: Oh Okay, so it's it's on the it's label. It's on the label somewhere, it but, it's there, like, but it's not like it's not labeled
1: big, as a pickle.
0: Like in the front, like as mm-hmm. a okay. That's
1: the that's the controversy, quote unquote. Here <laughs> yeah, is that it's, okay. it doesn't appear. Yeah, and then there's some other brands that do like fully just have the word pickle on there and like label them as a pickle. So it's like it kind of falls apart if you look beyond like the big, the, class, big, the big three ones. basically. Um, okay. So when asked why the word isn't on the front of the jars, the three companies in question provided nearly the same answer. They feel the word pickle isn't necessary on pickles packaged in clear glass containers. <laughs> uh, so the art, and then the article goes on to quote like Vlasic, Mount Olive, and Kraft Heinz, who are owners of the Clausen brand. Um, so like both, but basically the quotes all come down to, it's like, yeah, people can see that they're made <laughs> through the jar. Um, and that's like part of why okay. they don't put it on there.
0: But wouldn't that apply to other products too?
1: Yes. And it does. And the TikTok user actually pointed out, he was like, yeah, I've seen like, it's like you'd see like a bag of hamburger buns. It still says hamburger buns on the bag, even though it's clear and it says, yeah. so it's not, yeah. Actually, wait. No, that's the next quote I have from him. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, read the
0: exact Bandwell quote. Bandwell
1: told NextStar, "I don't really buy that as the reason. I've been looking at other products as see uh, at see-through packaging. You know, hamburger buns, things like that. I have yet to find another clear package that does not say what it is on the front. I was thinking about Kleenex, where even the nam- name brand transcends the product. And if you say you need a Kleenex, everybody knows you want a tissue, but the packages all still say tissues on the product. So it's like, yeah, he's just saying like it doesn't really make sense. Like just because you can tell it's a pickle, like that you wouldn't label it as a pickle." <laughs> Um, some online theorize <laughs> it's because it's so funny, it's because pickle refers to the process of preser- preserving the cucumber and not the term itself, which is more accurately described as a pickled cucumber, which like, sure, but like everyone alive calls them pickles. Um, so I don't really buy that.
0: Well, okay. And well, then, okay. Well, I, I have, qu- I'm going to wait till the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because there's more, don't worry. Okay, um, okay. Others, others theorize that the pickles sold by the brands don't fit the legal definition of a pickle, or that they're somehow produced using a process other than traditional pickling. Um, and in response to this latter concern, a different TikTok user <laughs> named. San- <laughs> Named Sammy Hunter researched both the USDA and FDA definitions of pickle, determining that the latter categorizes pickles under acidified foods. And according to the FDA, they must maintain a finished equilibrium, equilibrium pH of four point six or below. So Hunter tested the acidity.
0: Yes. Wait. This is exactly what I would. Have, I was supposed to be like, well, what does the FDA define it as? Because if it's, does it doesn't match that, then that could be a reason. Okay. Exactly. Okay. 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 So,
1: Did you see why this whole article is so pointless. Hunter Hunter tested the acidity of eight different varieties of pickles, including Vlasic, Clausen, and Mount Olive, along with multiple brands that advertised themselves as pickles on the label. Okay. All were within the range of a pickle as far as the FDA defines it, according to Hunter's at-home pH testing kit.
0: So that's not the reason.
1: So that's not the reason. Um, Pickles, like any other mass-produced and marketed food stuff, are subject to the regulations of the FDA and USDA. That's right. We've gotten to the part of... I think this is like the third subsection of this article. That's about FDA and USDA regulations um, to be called a pickle or a pickled food. The item must be a low acid food to which acid is applied and ultimately have a water activity greater than 0.85 and have a finished equilibrium pH of 4.6 yeah. or so below. Like I said okay. below. Um, these foods may be called or may purport to be pickles or pickled blank. The agency writes. Okay. So, okay. There's, so they seem, according they to that the, definition, they're, they within, those. they're within those requirements. Um, so th- this article also points out that the FDA also stipulates the food's common name or its statement of identity should be placed prominently on the label, also known as the product display panel, or PDP. <laughs> I'm learning so much about the <laughs> FDA. The, uh, and the FDA writes, the common or usual name must be used for a food if it has one. Um, Oh, so that said the FDA also stipulates that the food's common name or its statement of identity should be, or wait, that was what I already said. The exception are fanciful names. That's in quotes, fanciful, um, which the public has grown used to. The USDA provides examples including bre- breakfast links to describe sausage links or buttery spreads to describe spreadable emulsions or butter substitutes because nobody would want to buy something that's called a butter emulsion. Um, anyway, So, like, this article's like, well, then it's, like, calling it, like, a dill, a fanciful enough name that, like, people know what it's referring to, or, like... Is whole or half a fanciful, fanciful enough name? Like in this case, which I wouldn't necessarily say it is. I don't.
0: I think that they should put pickle on the label. And <laughs> Alex, I, now, Alex
1: is firmly in team.
0: <laughs> now that you've actually read through the FDA regulations, I think that they're they're not following those. I think that I'm, yeah. I'm surprised the FDA hasn't said something about this.
1: It is that is that's yeah. I mean yeah. So. Um. Yeah, and they also point out that, like, all these pickle brands do appear to abide by another requirement of the FDA, which necessitates that the words whole, halved, or sliced are used to describe products that come in, quote, different optional forms. (laughs) I just love the formality of, like, classifying a pickle. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah. Despite the online controversy generated by the TikTok post, major pickle manufacturers have given cus- consumers no reason to believe that their pickles aren't somehow real pickles, <laughs> which, like, obviously.
0: Obviously. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anybody was thinking that.
1: One fi- final comment from Banwell um, on the findings. They basically say they choose not to label them as pickles, which is really interesting and just doesn't sound right. That's the final comment. Why do you care so much? I don't, I don't know. I, so that's the hard. I mean, there's so much more in the article. Like I kept scrolling. I was like, how is there this much information about like our pickles labeled as
0: pickles? Yeah, that's a I lot. I just wanted to take you on that unhinged um, journey. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciated it. Um, I do think that it is interesting that they don't use the word pickle. Like, yeah, that is weird. Um.
1: Yeah, and I wonder wonder if the fanciful thing, like, refers to brand names that are so recognizable that you don't need to necessarily, like, Vlasic, everyone knows Vlasic pickles. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's, like, enough for them or something. It must
0: be. I mean, when you, okay, when when the FDA approves something, like, you have to submit your labeling and things, and you have to submit justifications for all of it. mm -hmm. So they must just have a justification of, like people know what our company does you can see through the jar you can clearly see what it is and we have labeled the food, we just haven't used this, This we've used these other words to like mm. describe the variation right.
1: instead of whatever. That,
0: that's probably what their justification is. And yeah, and like when the word fine. like
1: dill or bread and butter appears, like I feel like maybe those could also fall into like the fanciful thing where it's just like, you know what they're, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I just yeah. thought it was so funny that like this article, like I said, they did their They like really they did a lot of research. They went far, they looked for past examples, they <laughs> looked into the actual class of the cake. Like it was pretty impressive, I thought. But uh, yeah, pickles. That's funny. What though. are
0: what are they what are they really all right that's our show thanks for listening everybody we post episodes every friday and as always the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description
1: if you want to share a story with us about mystery pickles or anything else you can send us an email at knickknacknews at gmail.com
0: all right we'll see you next week Bye. bye